ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. The US and Qatar say Hamas has responded positively to a proposed ceasefire agreement that would free the remaining hostages held in Gaza, but there is still a lot of work to be done. But even if an agreement is reached, it's unclear what impact that would have on Houthi strikes against ships in the Red Sea. The US has also acknowledged it did not notify the Iraqi government before weekend airstrikes on its territory. The targets were associated with Iran's Revolutionary Guard Corps and its affiliated groups. Farhad Akhadin is the foreign affairs advisor to Iraq's prime minister, and he joined me a short time ago from Baghdad. Farhad, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. The US has now acknowledged it didn't notify the Iraqi government ahead of these strikes. It was no secret this was being considered. But would you have appreciated being told in advance? The fact of the matter remains that whether we are told in advance or not, it makes no difference as to the nature of the attack and Iraq's consideration that this is aggression against its sovereignty. Uh, That will not change, and Iraq refuses that. And even if we were told beforehand, still these attacks are not acceptable. So is the issue less about getting a heads up then and more about these strikes in Iraq uh, taking place full stop? Indeed, uh, the strikes shouldn't take place. Iraq is a sovereign country and has a very good relationship with the United States. And any matter that relates to United States security is important to Iraq. And and the Iraqi government have been working hard to protect uh, the personnel and the advisors who are on Iraqi soil. And indeed, the uh, unfortunate event that led to the killing of three of the Americans did not take place inside Iraq. You say that the the relationship with the United States is good. What has happened to that relationship since these strikes began then? They, clearly, Iraq has uh, issued a statement to reject these, uh, uh, these attacks, and uh, now the official channels are open in terms of The Ministry of Foreign Affairs are in contact with the State Department and and what have you. Uh, But uh, we we simply do not see that this is the right way of conducting a bilateral relationship. So how should they proceed? What would you like them to do now? They need to to come back to uh, talk to the Iraqis and the HMC meetings need to take place as soon as possible and to discuss the the intricate uh, details of uh, how to change from international coalition to bilateral relationship in the best way that serves everybody's purpose. This is the US responding to well over 150 attacks on its own forces from Iranian-supported groups in Iraq and Syria. Given th- that that they're responding to what they say are attacks on them, how would you describe the attacks that we've seen on US forces? The 160 you talk about were not all inside Iraq. Uh, absolute majority of it were outside Iraq. And once the attack started to be in Iraq, Iraq did take measures. And the Americans and the coalition forces are very much uh, uh, aware of the of the uh, measures taken by the Iraqi government and 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 that succeeded in stopping these attacks and and definitely 
uh, made sure that a lot of these attacks were averted. Uh, even the sites that they were chosen by the, the armed groups uh, were raided and sometimes even bombed by Iraqi forces to make sure that attacks do not take place. Obviously, this is all done outside media eyes because it was action was more matter than what could be seen or said. So the Americans are very much aware of the Iraqi effort and they have acknowledged it in many occasions, on many occasions, and thank the Iraq for the efforts it's making in doing that. So what work is your government doing to prevent further escalation on Iraqi territory? Well, the government have negotiated and have been working hard behind the scenes in, in diplomatic ways, uh, on opening channels, all of them, to make sure the attacks do not take place. And, and at the same time, the security forces have been hard at work to make sure the safeguarding the, uh, the Iraqi bases and the safety of the advisors. And as we can see, no, uh, no casualties have been uh, happening in Iraq. There is a reason to it. And the reason is the hard work effort made by the government to, to, to simply prevent that. Iran's top security official was in Baghdad yesterday for talks with your prime minister. What emerged from those talks? Well, the Iraqi government issued a statement about these talks, and that was that the prime minister was very much direct uh, and very blunt in his message to, to them that uh, Iraq's sovereignty is, is one piece. It's the same whether it's, uh, there's an attack by the Iranians or the Americans, and no bilateral action should take place, uh, no unilateral uh, uh, attack should take place on any part of uh, Iraqi soil. And that was very much uh, the gist of it. There are around 2,500 troops still in Iraq as part of the coalition formed in 2014 to defeat ISIS. Have these airstrikes changed Iraq's attitude to those continued US uh, Defence Force members' presence on Iraqi territory? Well, the, the 2,500 only belongs to the U.S. personnel, but we have Australians, we have British, we have German, Spanish. It's a wide coalition with many nationalities uh, who are in Iraq under the coalition, uh, international coalition umbrella. Uh, and Iraq's attitude to, uh, to these advisors and their presence is very much the same. We, Iraq, have welcomed their presence and work uh, very closely with them in terms of uh, uh, the mission that they have, they are here for, in terms of the uh, training, enabling, equipping, and so on of the Iraqi forces. And the cooperation have been very solid in fighting ISIS and making sure ISIS doesn't come back. That has not changed. You clearly don't want Iraq to be a battleground, though, or a military zone for other states. So what's the Iraqi state you want to help build? How do you want to interact in this kind of pretty escalating situation in the Middle East at the moment? Well, clearly Iraq is, has been very clear, and the Prime Minister Sudani have been very clear in all his messages that he doesn't want Iraq as an arena of conflict or a, a place to settle scores among uh, rival factions or entities or international powers or regional powers and and this is what exactly drives the policy in in this within this conflict what the government wants to do is focus its energy on uh, rebuilding iraq rebuilding its infrastructure 
providing services for the people, uh, improving the economy, uh, uh, opening up for investment. We have uh, uh, many challenges that the Iraqi government needs to focus on and, and tackle. And this is what Iraq is doing. And the last thing we want is to be part of any war that, that might be taking place or people might be waging against each other and dragging Iraq into it. And what's your assessment of, of the likelihood of a broader regional war right now? Clearly, the region is uh, becoming a hot plate and, and very volatile situation. Uh, any small event could trigger a much wider war. Uh, all sides are very much warning against expansion of an escalation of the of the war in the region, but yet we are seeing fire attacks and we're seeing rocket attacks all the way from uh, uh, the Red Sea to, to to Iraq. And this whole area is is very much now up in flames and and this need to stop. Uh, because the whole, the entire region could be affected, and Middle East is not only the 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 heart center or the center of oil production in in the in the in the world. In addition, it is the most important transit area for ships and goods from the east to the west and the other way around, and that has affected the economy of the entire world. And this is this is clearly not good and not helping anyone. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. My pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Farad Akhladen is the Foreign Affairs Advisor to Iraq's Prime Minister. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations, live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.